Simon, can you hear that? I think I hear something here, and what is it? I don't know. It kind of sounds like a new ASMR podcast. Oh my god. Do you like that, Mr. Dillham? This is a tier two of the Patreon. Don't, don't turn up the volume. Because we're about to get back to normal. <laughs> so that was just a, a teaser of what could be. If you guys like it. So um, tune into that at the iHeartRadio um, podcasts. Um, that is ASMR with Simon and Aaron. Yeah. Um, check your local channels to see if it's available in your area. That's the second arm of our podcasting <clears throat> empire. For sure. Yeah, we actually I have a partnership now with iHeartMedia. Oh, wow. Um, little, tell me. little known to anyone. Little known to me, even. Yeah. Up until right now. But... Um, you, you're probably going to start to hear us uh, being promoted on all of your favorite podcasts. Oh, if you don't, yeah. um, I'm sure I will. I will talk to iHeartRadio. I don't know. We'll get right on that. Are you a radio listener? No, no, no. Were you ever? Sure. Yeah. High school. Driving to school. See what's on. What was your radio stations that you listened to? Oh well, the the like hot top forty obviously was one hundred one point three. KDWB. I mean, give me that shout out, KDWB. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, my parents always thought it was a little crass, but you know, I was uh, not really into pop, like explicit pop, I guess, yeah. or even like R and B rap, which I feel like was like kind of more of what was on when we were. Um, in Squill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually was an intern at Cities 97 oh and Cool God. 108. That's right. Those were my radio stations. Oh um, cool 108 was like kind of the throwbacks, and then Cities 97 was that singer-songwriter. That's right. Um, I think probably still is playing Shallow every hour on the hour. Well, who isn't? And definitely playing Folklore. <laughs> Just like, honestly, so, like... I had a very peculiar taste when I was growing up uh, in my radio stations, but I didn't really listen too much because by the time I was uh, old enough to drive, etc., uh-huh. I had the um, auxiliary cord that plugged into yes. the cassette. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And so when I was like, that was when I was driving. I was plugging mama. it in, Mama. Watch out! And you know, nothing could stop me. And I, like, <clears throat> I remember my mom, <clears throat> when I was doing, like, the learner's permit and stuff, she, uh, at first she was like, you cannot have the radio or music on. <laughs> it's too distracting. It's too distracting. You're yeah. gonna, like, it's gotta be silent in here. <laughs> and, and, like, little, like, I don't know about you, but, like, as someone that has ADHD, like, I... Music helps me actually kind of like focus, focus in. in on the task at hand. And so like finally she like we did it a couple times and she was like, oh, you're you're actually driving a lot better this way. Um, speaking of radio stations and driving, when I did my behind the wheel or whatever, mm-hmm. um, our driving instructor only let us listen to one radio station and you'll never guess what it is. Um, 92.5. No, one oh, but love one oh five. It was the uh, radio station that exclusively played <laughs> songs, and he was insistent that that be on. And we even asked, like, can we just 
Who is we? Are you in the car with more than one person? Yeah, you you do it in a duo, like a t- two people do the behind the wheel session with the instructor, and you just switch off halfway. You know? No, you did one on one. Oh well, I don't know. I went to public school. I did too. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, clearly there were more taxpayer dollars. Well, or, or like maybe there was some sort of experience of like helping your friends or... Maybe. It was nice because you did learn from them when they were driving. Um, but yeah. Did they, did, was it both kids in the front and the no. adult in the back? No. Was he just like whacking Eric, off to love music? Don't be crazy. Of course he was in the seat. No, he wasn't masturbating. Or, or, or was it the... the you know, fuck kind of school you think this My was? first car had, um, had one of the... What is it called? The, the middle seats in the front. Oh, what is that called? I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's a middle seat. It's the it's mid- front but, middle seat. But those don't exist anymore. That was the thing of the past. That was the thing of the past. <laughs> when you wanted to have six people fit into a car. Yeah, why not? It's probably safe enough. We did that like three different times in high school to load up my car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. Some, some <laughs> things, little fun little tidbits and facts. You know, a glimpse into the past lives. So, Simon, we are recording this episode maybe just a couple days earlier than we normally would, and mm-hmm. that's because we're vaccinated now, which means yeah. we are not here to record. That's what that means. We are somewhere else recording. Undisclosed location. If, if we are, tr- but like as our listeners, as they're listening in, um, it's a cold Monday morning, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. sipping on their coffee. Yeah, the, on the app. Or, or tea, or water. Whatever beverage. Um, alcohol, maybe. Uh, hope not. Maybe. At 6 a.m. when we upload the pod. Well, there, you never know. There could be listeners abroad. Oh. Well. Kel mm-hmm. chance is what I say to that. <clears throat> I say, we oui, we oui, me, amor. <laughs> that also works. I don't know. <laughs> Amore. Um, where was I going with this? This is a really good question. We were going to be somewhere. We're recording early. Oh, like, yeah. how was your weekend? Oh, I imagine that it was excellent. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I actually got bit by a snake. And it was poisonous. Oh, when we were hiking. When we were hiking. That's too bad. Um, but luckily enough, mm-hmm. uh, the team that I was with uh, were all experts at sucking, and they were able to get the venom out. <laughs> well, you can say that. <laughs> And so, uh, crew a horse was was able to to make it out alive. Um, so thankful. Yeah. Um, you could see I'm much closer to to God. Oh. No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. But um, you're not like you're not like a certain pop singer who might be a little closer to God after some traumatic experiences as of late. Um. Are you, that was a which segment. which which pop star in particular? Because there's a lot that fit that bill. Her name means half in some language. It's also the name of a fancy restaurant here in Minneapolis. Oh. Demi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Demi en français, if you will. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's your French one mm-hmm. lesson. Uh, and then her last name's uh, Lovato. <laughs> yes. Um, what was... Okay. Do, yeah. you, do you remember there was that one like meme picture of her that that went keep going around where like remind me it was just a really really bad <laughs> angle of Debbie Lovato and, and they actually like named her something oh no I can't remember what it is but like it I has I can't remember this 
I'll I'll show you it between like commercial breaks or something. Okay. It'll be whatever. Maybe but we'll like throw it up on the pod. It, it was very much a doula peep moment in terms of just like kind of like <laughs> iconic. Okay, well, I guess that's gonna be that now. Yeah, Miss Doula Peep. So, uh, Simon, if you don't yeah. know that as your reference with Demi Lovato, um, <laughs> what what is your history with with Demi um, before we break um, into the album? So, Demi is not someone I've sought out. Uh, she's more found me at at times in my life, that kind of thing. Crying? No. What, what is she usually finding? Like, when is she finding you? Like, on a radio station and I, that oh. I just happened to be on. Oh, that you... I thought you said earlier you don't listen to the radio. Well, maybe earlier in my life. This is her seventh studio album, after all. Did you even have any idea that that was a fact? Oh, I I, I don't... I don't... Uh. No. <laughs> uh, no? Okay, well... I, me um, either. <laughs> I didn't know we were at seven, but exactly. I listened. I, I listened to quite a few growing up. So that should tell you something. Was like I had no idea she was already on number seven. Um, there were many albums in between the first couple that I listened to and this one um, that I didn't know existed. Same. You uh, what you mean? You didn't see the like all the promo around it with her with her coming out as pansexual. Um, there's a YouTube documentary. The promo is like, I don't even pay attention to her really, but even I was like, okay, I'm, what? this is a lot. The, the, I saw the promo. I have like, I've not watched the videos. Did you watch them? Did you Absolutely watch them? Absolutely not. I, I don't have an hour of my life to give to a YouTube original. Honestly, yesterday I was looking at it and I was going, um, Okay, I'm hoping these are like not an hour long because maybe I'll watch them. And Altogether, they're an hour, like it's okay. like 15 minute clips or whatever. Gotcha. Um, but I didn't watch them. Okay. But Fair. I do have a good history with Demi, where, um, which by the way, we've not said the name of the album, and I'm not even sure if I can like it's, say it without. It's honestly a novel. Um, the title is a novel Dancing with the Devil. Dot, 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 or ellipsis. ellipsis. The art of starting over. Yeah, that's a, that's a mouthful. It's um, a two chapters. Yeah. Is it? I don't even know if it is. <laughs> it kind of feels like a continual chapter. I think so. The ellipses might seal that deal. You know what I mean? But I discovered, I, did you, was Camp Rock is something within your, like, sphere of awareness? No. So Camp Rock was Disney Channel's, like... Oh. Next step after High School Musical, they were like, what are we going to do? And this was right when yeah. Jonas Brothers were like <clears throat> like reaching the, their target audience of like that, that teeny bops back in the day. Yeah, there's a lot of money there. And they were like, well, maybe we should try Disney Channel. And so that's where they ended up like getting starring roles in this, this, uh, this movie, which I thought I was going to hate because I was like... <clears throat> High School Musical is the best. Nothing can compete. I, Such an elite. This is this is going to be trash. <clears throat> and I watched I watched it with that that mindset, yeah. and I ended up really loving it. Wow! It's how I got into Jonas Brothers, and it's also how I got into Demi Lovato. That's incredible. Um, no, I like was not. I famously did not have cable growing up, so I did not peep her on Disney Channel. Um, really, I just remember the song Cool for the Summer being an absolute bop 
Oh, I have a story about that too. Oh, well, do tell. But, but take I, guess, us, I can't tell you yet. Okay, take us through your history because mine is like not non existent. Um, yeah, so Camp Rock, then uh, she released her first studio album, which had this song called La La Land. Okay. And it's all about kind of like, oh, I'm cool. I'm not like the LA crowd. Like, yeah. it's so into like. Yeah. You wear high heels, I wear Converse with my jeans. Yeah, baby, that's just me. That's very her brand. That's, uh, maybe that was her brand seven albums ago. Well. Uh, so then uh, she had her second album, which was Here We Go Again, which I actually uh, went to the Mall of America for a CD signing for that album. Stop it. And it was by that point that she had already um, kind of traversed past that La La Land um, song into being just kind of an entitled bitch. Um, <laughs> she arrived an hour and a half late to a three, like it was a two hour long signing. Word. So like literally maybe two rows out of like an entirely crowded rotunda of people <clears throat> got an autograph by Demi. Wow. And they were like, don't even talk to her. Because she doesn't have time to talk to you. She's got to rest her voice. No, no, no. It was like... She sounds great. Go off queen, Demi. <laughs> yes, Demi. And then, like, going to radio station time, uh, they, they were talking about stories that also very much aligned with that, where, like, she had agreed, or her, like, her team agreed to, like, go to the KDWB, like, stage and perform, yeah. like, one or two songs before her concert that night. Sure. And she just was, like, or her, like, her team, her, was, like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't think we're going to come. <laughs> and KDWB, like, the, they have the... Relatable. The, they have the um, audacity to go, okay, well, if you don't show up for this, um, we, are not, we are not going to be playing any Demi Lovato wow. for the next five years. I'm obsessed with this. And? Demi, Demi fucking showed up. That's fucking performed right. Her two, performed her two songs and got on out of there. Goddamn right. <laughs> Because, girl, she she is entitled until it's going to affect probably her listening. KDWB said, damn, that's a power move. I love that story. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, what was so interesting is it was, it was at that, that point that I started to be uh, a little bit more questioning about Demi. Mm-hmm. But then what the, the going into the cool for the summer story, yeah. um, KDWB deciding you know what? We're going to try partnering with Demi Lovato again. <laughs> and so to promote Demi or Demi's song Cool for the Summer, yeah. Demi was flying like from lake to lake across the country, like the, the party lakes, the fun lakes. What? To perform a concert, a couple songs. Two uh, songs and she's out. <laughs> it sounded like it was going to be like, a, like four or five songs. Okay. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. And uh, one of them was going to be Cool for the Summer. Absolutely. And so me and my friend Sierra, who is going to be on next week as long as uh, I make sure that, that she's available, yeah. um, her and I went down there and um, we went to Lord Fletcher's on uh, Lake Minnetonka. The, 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 the noteworthy. Noteworthy late, or Lord Fletcher's. Not to be confused with Maynard's. I, I, I got my ass eaten by someone on their boat at Lord Fletcher's. Did you? Was it Pete's? No. <laughs> but it was A+. plus. We'll do it again. I'm so sorry for interrupting. I don't know if anyone even heard you. That's probably for the best. 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Anywho, uh, we get the, we, we we arrive and we're sitting around for two hours, being like, "When is she gonna be showing up?" And at the same time, I don't know if it was Lord Fletcher's or who, someone had the audacity to be like, "Pay twenty dollars and uh, you can go on this boat that she will perform one of her songs on." And we were like, twenty dollars, whatever. We'll we'll go. We'll do this. <laughs> so then. Again, after two hours of being there, finally Demi Lovato shows up uh, on a boat. She gets onto this other stage and performs just cool for the summer. Yeah. Pops on off and just get, or just, uh, she's supposed to have another signing. And again, skip. Half the people don't get to do it. Like, she was like, I can do it for 30 minutes. And so then she just booked on and left. And uh, all of that, that $20, like literally like hundreds of girls and me, <laughs> and me, uh, all bought, like, what the fuck was that for? What's the point of that? Wow. Um, Demi seems to have a really great ability to stick to her boundaries. And so <laughs> I... 30 minutes for signing and one to two songs. I think that the the tough part, so like that gives you a little bit of like the where we're at with Demi of like, mm-hmm. I think I kind of know who she is a little bit of like that entitled like, ooh, it's a privilege to talk to me kind of celebrity. Yeah. And I just, it makes reviewing this album a little bit harder for me. Yeah, you feel personally affected um, by her actions. And so to give you, so to give the listeners some background on yeah. Demi, like outside of my background, yeah, yeah. fast forward continuing uh, from that journey, she ended up, I think she ended up assaulting um, one of her dancers on her, um, her bus because um, she was like way too into drugs. And this was like maybe like five, six years ago. And like there was like charges filed and it was like a big thing. And um, she like just kind of fell off the surface, and she went to rehab for a while. Yeah, that's uh, that's usually a good move in those situations. <laughs> and then she came back and released like another. I think that's where skyscraper skyscraper came in. Couldn't tell you what that is. Um, like a skyscraper. I I, li- I literally know like cool for the summer. Sorry, not sorry. And now this album. <laughs> and now this album. Um, okay, so then she did that, and. Then- and then, and then she, she released another album, and then she relapsed again, uh-huh. and then she was finally like, okay, I gotta be sober. I got it. And I she did it for like two years. Okay, work. And then she released that one song. She like, she, somehow, like, after being gone for a while, she's just able to come back and be like, hey, so, um, if you give me a time slot, I'll do something big. And she released this, um, this song called Sober. Oh, yeah, I didn't That she performed that. live where it was, like, her being, like, I was sober for, like, one, two years, but, like, I'm not sober anymore. And then, like, a couple months later is when she ended up uh, having, like, I think it was, like, an overdose on something and, like, was in the hospital and almost dead. Yeah. Which is where she would, that's what she was doing, like, for this last, like, year and a half. Or, no, a year and a half, like it was like a year before COVID, and then she came back again. I think like at the MTV Music Awards or something, with that one with the song. Um, was it anyone listening or anyone? anyone? Yeah, anyone. And everyone was like, "Oh wow, Demi, that's so powerful." And she's like, 
Yeah, well, I kind of actually wrote it um, before I went into the hospital. Oh. Like, it wasn't even about that, I guess. Well, she certainly made it something on this album because it's the type, like, the first song. It's the first song. And so now we're in this album. And uh, right now, Simon mentioned there's, like, a YouTube series that she's she's doing to promote the album slash, like, it's the next chapter in her stories of different of different things going on. I believe it's just called Dancing with the Devil, and it came out prior to the album, I think. It, yeah. They're, I think they're still airing right now. Oh, I didn't know I'm not it sure. was like a series. I just assumed it, it was a documentary. It's like six. Done. And Demi's oh, done yeah. like two or three. I don't have time for that. She's like, she's like a YouTube queen. Well, do you think Netflix was buying this? I mean, they buy a lot of shit, so maybe. <laughs> maybe. But anywho, so this album, it, it actually kind of translates directly in this album. So Simon, what, what would you say... High level thoughts of the album. Oh, what what did you what did you get from it? Well, I would just say separately from the album, I do get kind of like a dark energy from Demi. It's definitely chaotic. Oh, chaos! Yeah, this is chaos magic one. But and I don't know if this is just me. But, like, in everything I remember hearing about her with, like, her various controversies, if you just Google, like, Demi Lovato controversies, she's been in, like, pretty much every scenario them. you could think of. She's, she's given Raven Simone a run for her money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she makes Lana Del Rey look like, you know... Child's play. Child's play. But what... Okay, so I... I um, after saying chaos and us talking about it... Um, I do just want to mention that that's because she she has been diagnosed with being bipolar. Okay. Uh, that's not what I was referring to, but good context. But that's, like, why she, like, blows up out of nowhere sure. and then, like, is happy sure. and then blows up out of nowhere. Okay. I learned... I actually did watch, like, the second documentary of hers oh, on YouTube. Okay, but I can't remember too much about it. But it also, like, solidified to me. I was like, girl... You have so much privilege. You are just, like, inviting this to happen. It's really tough, because I feel like some of these documentaries that have come out for pop stars, like, you can tell they have one way that they think it's going to be received and what the message is. And then in reality, when you actually watch it, it is not that. What comes to mind is, like, I'll give a... I'll give one of my stands and one of my not stands, so I'm balanced here. But we'll start with the stands. So like Gaga's five foot two documentary. There yep. are some really interesting things about it. You see some of her creative process. And like I know not all of it is like totally candid. Like it's definitely like produced to a level, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, like she's just happening she just happens to be like fucking naked. Like next to her pool. Just like, yeah, I do this all the time. Like yeah. I Well, I think she's doing that. For the performance. It definitely. Because the camera is on. For sure. But my, what my point was, is like, there is this scene with her grandmother, and they're talking about Joanne, and you can tell we're really supposed to get this message of like, fuck, this is so raw. And like, Gaga is just going in deep, and we are supposed to be feeling it with her. And I'm looking at the mom, like, the grandma's, like, confused as fuck as Gaga is going on about, like, the pain she's going through with, like, this, with that, the other thing. And, yeah. and her grandma's like, 
that was a really long time ago. Like, yeah. you don't have to feel sad about it. And I felt the same way. I was like, you, like, who the fuck is Joanne to well, you? Well, like, she's trying to just channel I, the energy. I understand yeah. that, but it came off, like, very produced, which is fine, whatever. And That's then, Gaga. <laughs> right. So, like, that's just one example. And then another would be, like, the Taylor Swift documentary. Like, all the footage surrounding her not getting Grammy nominations for reputation, you, you know it was supposed to garner this, like, wow, the, she just has such a high level of, like, care for her work and such a perfectionist, and it's, like, so tough for her. And I was just like, girl, get over it. You're yeah. so privileged. You have so much money. Like, oh, my God, you didn't get a Grammy for a m- mediocre album. And still, like, girl, you've won Grammys before. And, yeah, a many. You're ma- like if making music to win awards is like your reason to do it, you're yeah. doing it for the wrong, wrong reasons. Reason. So basically what I'm saying is if you are a producer out there for uh, an upcoming pop documentary, just hire me as a consultant. Let me watch the rough edit because I'll tell you. Um Simon, can I also just make a quick little point Absolutely, that please. Um, to our leaders, um, yeah. this is the this is the time when Simon actually was the first to mention Taylor Swift um, <laughs> on an episode. So don't let's not just pretend it's always me mentioning it was her. Anecdotal evidence based on documentary footage that I was obligated to watch as a she's, pop culture she's in the, and, and music expert. She's part of the culture. You have to know. Anyways, um, so, so this, yeah, the album, <laughs> the, the album, album. Okay, so themes. What were the themes of the album? You say a word, I'll say a word. Troubles. Um, Sobriety. Addiction. Um, Love. I'm pansexual. God. More God. Can anyone hear me? I don't know. (laughs) I would say um, album art that is scary close to promo for Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour album. Album artwork that just doesn't really it's, feel like it matches what it needs to. It's straight up Butterfly by Casey Musgraves. And like they use this kaleidoscope effect for some of her YouTube videos. I'm like, okay, I know what the gay creative director was referencing here. Uh, so, so, Simon, this album is uh, oh 19 songs long? 19 songs long, clocking in at, I believe, 57 or 58 minutes. Um, just a couple. Do you, do you know what that means? It's a long fucking album. No, it it being less than an hour and having almost 20 songs. You're talking every song is like under two minutes. For reference, I looked up an album before. Oh, the Born This Way album is 14 songs and one hour, one minute long. Right. Yeah. So 19. That's crazy. That's crazy. But what I will say is there are some like monologue moments. (laughs) More than one. You know what? (laughs) What did you think of those? I have to say, we can get deeper into this too, but I would just say as someone coming in, this is probably my first full album listen for anything Demi Lovato. She does not have a way with words. The lyrics, I would say, are extremely heavy-handed. They, um, they don't leave forward. Yeah, they're very straightforward. <laughs> there is no mystery or nuance to the writing. No. no, but I don't, I, I, I would argue that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, I think that there are artists that really, they, they are 
beautiful songwriters in their ability to be able to create symbolism, etc. Mm-hmm. And other people, mm-hmm. it's about being able to just put that exact moment or those ex- the exact feeling into like easily digestible words. I would just say yeah, that like... sure, sure. I'm not saying like an album has to be like literal poetry to be interesting or good. I'm just saying that truly like there are just people who are doing it way better. Oh yeah. It but does, like, it does not come off. Like let's not pretend that like, like she's very similar to Katy Perry. Like any but, of that kind of, those songs are interesting. I don't, I, I think that they're both the same level of kind of quippy, but what I will say with the, like this album in particular was like, mm-hmm. I think that the um, what I didn't love about it was that the the themes were just hammered over you. Yes, and it was just again the, like, and again and again. And when like I'm all about exploring similar themes. Absolutely. If if there's like different ways that you're approaching it or different like angles, but like to right. your point, the lyrics are pretty like pretty surface level and pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. And so when you have like one song that's about God and then followed up by another song that sounds like about God, you're kind of just like, I mean, like if you love God, great. There's there's no journey. There's no journey. And there's, there's like the songs don't really stand on their own really well. You know, the beginning, middle and end of the story after the first two songs on the album. Uh huh. That's true. I would say too, like with the lyrics, like, like there is absolutely a way that lyricism can be simplified, but done so in like still a clever way, which I think other pop stars managed to do. There wasn't anything interesting. Nothing interesting. Nothing. Nothing interesting about about it. Like, like here's how how this album goes. So the first song opens. It's called Anyone. It's a it's a ballad. It's a sad song. It's slow. The lyrics are really sad. Is anyone listening? It's like the most heavy intro you could possibly imagine. And then, and like the more she screams anyone, like it's not going to change it. You know, it's not, it's the same note the whole time. And then we get into the second song, Dancing with the Devil. And it's like, how can we do what we did with the first song and do it basically the same? Just everything is so literal from yeah. the production to the lyrics to the spa- the pacing of the album. It's just like, all right, here we are. And then, not not it doesn't end there. Track four, we get an intro, which is just a straight up spoken monologue about literally everything we already know about the album because she made it so obvious for us. Yeah. E- e- 100%. I can't even get over it. Um, Simon, you know what I just realized? What did you just realize? Uh, we forgot to introduce our special guest of the episode. <laughs> How could we forget? Um, so please welcome um, the city of Minneapolis to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> they, they are with so much character. They bring so much to this podcast that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Thank you, city of Minneapolis, <laughs> for sponsoring <laughs> for flow. Yeah. The, the voice of the city says, flop. <laughs> Get that on a soundboard. Get that on a soundboard. Um, so I think that the the album, I listened to it many times through. You did. I would say that there were very 
very few bops that I was like, I really want I want to listen to this over again. I think that like the bops that I a bop on this album is not really like I'm gonna go up to the club and dance for the most part. There is not really a whole lot of that. So the bops for me were like the ones where I was like one of the things I do appreciate about Demi and you do hear in like songs like Anyone is she she can not just sing, but she mm-hmm. can she translates her voice into an emotion that you can like yeah. you know exactly what that probably feels like. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when you go from, like, the first batch of Anyone's to, like, a later batch of Anyone's, you can tell, like, it's becoming more desperate in the way sure. that it's being recorded. Got, I mean, you gotta say the voice. The voice. The voice. She has a great, like, she has a great, great, yeah. great voice. So, like, when I think about the bops of the album, it ends up kind of turning into um, the songs I just think that, like, either had a good message or um, kind of a fun, like a little bit of a fun beat. Yeah. Or it is truly like the ones like anyone where it's just is like it hit, it hits you like a hammer. Yeah. But then you also have so many flops. I, I like, I, yeah. I, when you have a, a featured artist, those are the songs to look forward to. And there are a lot of features on this album. Like four. She called in every favor and they all responded yes. Well, I, okay. There's like one, like one person of like serious note in that it's Ariana Grande. Yeah. But like, then you have like this guy, Sam Fisher, which I'm like, is he like a Christian rock artist? I actually have no idea who he I don't either. I, 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 but like, and I didn't find his voice to add that much. No, I did not. I didn't like the song. And then you have like even Noah Cyrus's song. Yeah. I, on my first listen through, I didn't notice that was her. Like, Noah Cyrus is, like, big enough, but I feel like Demi probably did Noah the favor in this situation, where very clearly Ari did Demi the favor. They do have the same management. Scooter. Isn't that crazy? It is. It Like, she left her previous management, which she should have because they were crazy. And they were crazy. And they, like, restricted her eating after she had an eating disorder. Like, okay. Don't do that. You're supposed to. But then you go to Scooter. Okay. Oh, and by the way, she's had many a feud with Taylor Swift, which like... Well, they they both uh, dated Joe Jonas at one point. Guess mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You learned something new uh-huh. every day. Yeah. And I think, that, I think that it was the Joe Jonas era, which was when she assaulted the, her dancer on the bus. <laughs> Again, dark energy. <laughs> very, very chaos. Very, and that's like where the, the diagnosis of bipolar came out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. All right. Okay. All right. But you know what? It's not an excuse for all the behavior. I just, she has I just, <laughs> I really like the thing. This album is her kind of being like, please, please feel bad for me and the struggles that I'm going through. hundred percent. And I, I just can't. Yeah. I think if I was a, a fresh listener that didn't have as much history as I have with Demi. Mm hmm. Maybe, just maybe, I'd be like, I would be like, she really was struggling, and it is an issue. And as someone who is a fresh listener, I know. I mean, more like, you know, I, simpler listeners. I literally had this thought in my head, and I probably shouldn't say it, I'm gonna get in trouble, but I was trying to empathize with, like, who is the Demi fan? And I was like, Okay, well, I there was, like, a lot of people... You know who... It, well, Antonio Burks is one. Oh, I know. We've already had text conversations. Yeah. 
So, like, there are plenty of people that, like, are Demi fans. I'm just saying they would probably enjoy, like, a Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 but you, viewing. You know, you know what, though? I think one of the things that... If you are taking it just about voice and you're like, she can sing, mama... Because, like, think... think Girl, there are enough good voices in this world. Think about, like, the Whitney Houston, right? Yeah. Like, Whitney Houston near the... Like, did not really have the the most uh, easy career by any means. No, no. Trials and tribulations. And so from that, there are tons of Whit- or Whitney fans still out and about that would, like, die for her, even though that she... Like, she also had a very troubled past that you'd go, like... Now, come on now. Yeah, but her you know music what I mean? is, like, really good. But some people <laughs> probably think Demi's music is really good. Yeah. Not us. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I, 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 I want to go back and go back to her first two albums, because those two albums do slap. Oh, okay. First album in particular really slaps. Second <laughs> album really slaps, but there are some clear flaps. I meant to ask, those first two signings, you mentioned she only did, like, half or whatever. Did you, were you one of the lucky ones? I got the first CD, yes. The not second the one. the second one? And, no. And not only did you not get the second one, you got duped on that boat. Got duped on the boat. But I, what I will say is, like... I one thing that I'm really good at yeah. is mobilizing teen girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. able to like negotiate my way to being like, no no, Lord Fletchers. No no. No no. You don't get to take twenty dollars from each of us for that. And I got everyone's $20 back. Good on you. Honestly, I didn't even think to ask about that, if you got your money back, but you would be the one. And yeah. we'd, we'd all be so thankful. But, like, it was because I like I got all the girls together, and I was like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We are going to both leave horrible reviews for KDWB <sighs> and for Lord Fletcher's. <sighs> and, like, and we're all going to be in that agreement. Vicious. We're not going to do it yet. We're going to tell them. We're going to threaten. If you, if you don't give us our money back, we? your Yelp review, your Google review, going from four stars, probably 4.2, to probably like 2.1. If that. Still better than City Club Apartments, but. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. If you're listening. Wow. I'm so impressed by that. Because that wouldn't have been me, I'll tell you. Another, sorry, sorry we're getting so many off tangents. Oh, but okay. Another. Another time that I was able to to mobilize like teen girls, which I honestly like, I've de- I, I debated for a while putting it like as one of my um, interview questions or like answers. There was a sh- do you know Darren Chris? I think we've we yeah he's yes. straight but plays gay so well. Yeah, we, we, Dago, we brought it up like we brought it up with the we brought it up with Dago. Um, and yeah. then I have like that folder that I need to be like I'll show you some of these pictures after the episode. <laughs> okay. Anywho, big Darren Chris fan. I ended up um, getting to go to his concert at like this really small venue, but it was um, general admission. Which, like, when you have rabid fans, yeah, like Darren Chris, Jonas Brothers, whoever, it's actually a benefit to everyone to have seats because if you don't, the scratching and prodding <laughs> in that community knows no bounds. Oh yeah, and uh, so it was general admission, and so I. Um, I sat outside the, the place. Were you trampled? No, I sat outside like where you'd go in so I could be like first in line to get a good spot, right? Yeah. 
And I agree. I got everyone to agree to write Sharpie numbers on our hands because they after, you would or after this. after like thir- after thirty minutes of, of lining up, Varsity comes out and they're like, "There's no lining up until an hour before the the doors open." And we were like, "Well, fuck you. We've been here for like, or we were planning on being here for eight like, days for like four more hours, oh. like six more hours, whatever." Yeah, right, right. Like we deserve to be able to have front seats. It's yeah. not going to be that that rando Linda that brings her child in <laughs> at the last minute. No, no. So we all wrote numbers on our hands, or I wrote people's numbers on their hands, <laughs> and then and then the, when new people would show up, be like, they, take a number. Everyone would direct them to me. God. To put a number on their hand, Jesus. and then then the plan was that we would all get in line and push other people like <laughs> so that we would follow the Sharpie system. And how did that work out? It ended up working out. I was expecting just chaos. It, I, it, I thought it, you were it, for sure going to be run underfoot. Not only that, it went as far as the Asia security team actually helped us enforce it. Oh, Jesus, like yeah. <laughs> Kind of crazy. What I will say, though, is, like, Darren Chris's album that he was, like, uh, going around to support really wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And Darren Chris is a lot more hot when he's playing gay oh, yeah. than, like, him being the straight guy that's, like, he had, like, he has, like, long, curly hair. It's just Ew. not, it's not a good look. No, thank you. Um, it's a flop for me. Flop for me. Speaking oh. of flop for me, Simon, um... Yeah. We've, we did give an album kind of synopsis slash review. Do you think we're going to get death threats from Demi fans on this one? We just won't um, use, like, hashtag Demi and stuff, maybe. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Look, she's got a good voice, but where's the good music? That's all I'm it's saying. On the, it's on the earlier albums. I, I'm not right. saying. I'm just saying. Cool for the summer. Tell me what you want. What you like. It's okay. I'm a little curious. To okay, God, that song is so good. <laughs> so, album is the album a flop for you? Album is unfortunately a flop for me. There just was there were no peaks and valleys in this one. There wasn't a journey at all. I literally, I painstakingly listened to this album twice, and I could not bring myself to do it again because I knew the beginning, middle, and end from the first couple songs on the first listen, and that's just. Not gonna say it's my least favorite album we've reviewed, but probably is. It could be. It could be. Could could be up there. How about you, Aaron? You gonna bop this one? You know what? I uh, so unsurprisingly am also gonna give it a flop. Yeah. Which means that um, the city of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Simon and Aaron, all gave it a flop. That's three flops. Yeah. You couldn't hear Minneapolis <laughs> speak, but they they told us. Oh, they told us. We heard. We heard we, it. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. <laughs> so yeah. was there, like I, I, I mentioned earlier, there were some songs that like aren't, weren't dance club, boppy bop, go around town really on this album. But were you able to find a bop that you just like connected with you? Yeah, actually I was, believe it or not. What was it? So my top bop on the album is The Art of Starting Over. Well, I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, and uh, we'll be right back, okay? Don't go anywhere. Lock the doors so no one steals you, okay? <laughs> and that was the art of starting over. Mm, yeah, so um, so I, uh, well, I chose this one for a few reasons. <clears throat> <laughs> 
honestly, this is just like, it's a rare moment on the album where I was like, wow, her voice is really matched by the production and like what she's singing about. Yeah. Like it's a perfect harmony. And it really, it does, yeah, it feels like she's, um, again, with the, the emotion, it's kind of like, she is kind of like, wow, fresh start, I'm coming clean. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, this song, I think she, it's about a boy, but also I think it's about like, it also falls into the same narrative of the alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, you know, rehab's done. Uh-huh. I'm starting over, baby. Which... I will say the most, like, when you go through a breakup or even, like, a career change or anything else where it's kind of, like, I'm reinventing myself and I'm back to square one, Mm -hmm. it's really challenging. But once, there is the moment that, like, you kind of look back a little bit and you're like, oh, gosh, like, things will be fine. Oh, absolutely. Amen. And it feels like, yes, like, I can, I'm going to be able to find happiness, et cetera. And that's, even though, again, I, I think... The, the lyrics aren't um, super deep. I would say they were interesting enough and the vocal stylings were interesting enough that I felt that it was done in a way that could connect easily with to a lot of different people. Whereas like some of her other songs, I feel like are borderline self-indulgent where it's yeah. like my experience is what I'm going through. And I've kind of noticed that in some of the like just the general ways that she kind of handles the messages she's talking about. Like it always seems to be more about like my experience. This is what I'm going through as opposed to this is something that a lot of people go through. And like, this is my perspective on this large issue. You know what I mean? I don't know why I felt that way. I just some intuitive thing. I was like, this feels like it's for everyone, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I can't really explain it much past that. You know. That's, I mean, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Any, weird, any other thoughts? Weird thing to try and put into words, but right. I think I think I, I think I get you. Yeah. I feel like you'll feel my energy. But I don't feel like this is the song that's like the gen, general public song. But mm, interesting. Okay. Neither, neither here nor there. Maybe it, I'm the only one who feels that way. I don't know. It's it's not uh, not my top pop. Okay, what's yours? Um, so again, there's a lot of different kind of elements that play for me for this one uh, because there is kind of a little bit of variety within it. Um, if and I, I even like I had it, and then I was like, well, I actually kind of I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to just pick one. You gotta and do it. I just gotta pick one. Listen to your heart would be my advice. Okay, we're going to go with ICU, Madison's Lullaby. Okay, great. Good choice. We're going to take a quick listen. We'll be right back. Wow. Wow. I see you. Madison's Lullaby. Madison's Lullaby. Just just came right back in. So I think, um, candidly, I had a different song as my top bop before the episode. Yeah. And then I had a little more of an appreciation for anyone. And then I was finally like, I I want to pick the, the, the song that I think is just like kind of the cutest and like um, 
probably one where I can actually be like, I do believe that Demi's a good person in this case. Mm. Um, so this song is is really all it's it's kind of a um, an apology, but also uh, I will be there for you to her younger sister. I think she's a half sister or something like that. I think they're full sis. I think they're full sisters. Mm, okay, well, my um, source is wrong. And so, to give some background, Madison um, has um, kind of been in and out of the public eye um, for weight, also similar weight issues, mm. et cetera. And is she famous too? Or is she just like looped in because Demi's on the radar? I think she was in like a random like Nickelodeon or something oh, like okay. here I, or there. I've never heard of her. No, but she um, she had gotten a lot of bullying mm-hmm. from whether we fans or whatever. She just yeah. had a very low self-esteem. And so Demi was always there for her and being like, you're beautiful, you're incredible, you're stunning. Right. And I think this song is, is uh, it's called I See You, but she also is saying like, I see you, mm-hmm. um, which I don't always love that. In this case, I kind of feel like it works because she actually was in the I See You. And also, according to a source I read, she claims that she was temporarily legally blind after, uh-huh. and so she couldn't literally see uh-huh. Madison. So this is, I think it it was uh, a pretty powerful story of kind of just uh, being like, I'm sorry that I, what, like, if I would die, I wouldn't be able to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And kind of... Uh, a lot of people uh, find ways to um, continue going in some of the harder times because they know that other people want them to be living. Yeah. And so, uh, to me, this felt true. This felt real and authentic. And so that's why I gave my top five. Love that. Great. But should we move on to biggest flop? Yeah. The question is, did he choose just one? I did just choose one. Yeah? Yeah. What was it? Um, well, actually, it was two. <laughs> But um, I decided on it literally, like, right before. So right before Simon walked in for us to be recording, this song was on. And I just was, like, fuming in myself that I don't like it. Okay. Um, it's easy. Demi Lovato knows Noah Cyrus. Wow, that one offended you. That one just didn't, like, oh, didn't do okay. anything good for me. Okay. Question. Did you know it was Noah Cyrus on your first listen? I didn't look at the album before the first listen, and Noah Cyrus doesn't have a voice that I'm, like, immediately going to recognize, so no. Not like Miley. Not like Ari. Not like Miley. Not like Miley. That was not anywhere close. One of us probably did an okay job. I don't know. Okay, (laughs) leaders, you're going to need to tell us in the comments. It was definitely Aaron, so. No, we'll give it a go. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Yeah, definitely wasn't. I I was disappointed by the collabs on the album. Yeah, even the Ari collab, I was a little bit like, well, it kind of feels like an Ari song. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't really like that one. I didn't either. I didn't think it was great. But it was very very Ari vibes. I remember more Ari vibes than Demi, but like a throwaway Ari song that she would have cut off the album. Did you know that she actually threw it Demi's way? That literally does not surprise me at all. This song is not quality enough for me, so Demi, do you want That's literally what it sounded like. And it's funny because Antonio was texting me, we were going back and forth about this album. He's like, he's like, yeah, right, I bet if Ariana released this and it was featuring Demi, you'd like it. And I was like, sis, no. Uh, Not even Ari liked that song. Um, So, Simon, what was your biggest flop? This was honestly a tough one. I thought there were a lot of contenders. Um... 
I don't even know if I have like a solid choice for one right now. Um, I guess one we could talk about because I want to get your perspective was like the song, The Kind of Lover I Am. There were like multiple announcements along the promo of this album. And I don't know if it's the timing or the way she says it or what, but it's one of those situations where it feels like it's more done for the, like, her brand or her image than anything, where she came out as pansexual and, like, maybe before she was bi. I don't really know. There were vibes. And I'm just like, the timing of all this is very interesting. It doesn't feel, like, super genuine. Uh, nope. And the lyrics, I mean, come on. Like, we get it. Gender is not a thing for you. You made it super clear. <laughs> you feel like, we get it, honey. We get it. It's like, great. Okay. I So, candidly, this was... Uh, I, you liked this one, didn't you? This was the song that I liked. Yeah. This was my original top pop. <sighs> but, because I think for me, I cared less about... I, it didn't... This song didn't really feel like she was trying to, like, it's like the announcement as much as it was her kind of getting... like in her head being like, what do I want in a relationship? What do I want in a yeah. partner? And I, I think it, what she was, the song is really about like, I really want a companion. Like yeah. I want someone to be there with me. And like, I think that kind of gender is secondary of yeah, like, of course it could be my best friend that like, I, I would want to just be roommates with and yeah. hang out with, like maybe not even have sex. Like that's yeah. kind of like the, because all relationships are valid. All, and that's kind of what it felt like to me is, is her being like, I just want like my plus one. Wow. You got some good out of that. I'm and so we could pull some good. I did like, I did like that okay. song, but, um, I think this song, I understand to me, you too. I, this song to me was more like, like, I'm glad you got out of it. For me, it was more like the message is a tennis racket and I'm going to slam it in your face over and over like do you get it and well that like, was like all that was like most of the songs oh, i mean i'm gonna say that's why i had a tough time picking an official biggest plot because a lot of those songs fall into that category where it's just like and maybe that's a form of like songwriting that people like done like this i don't i it's like if you're given a creative writing assignment this is like a c minus tops it's very Tons. simple. It's not, there's not much to the lyrics or anything else like that, but yeah. it, that's like the full album at its, at its whole. So you kind of have to accept it. Yeah. And it just, it, maybe it's not your cup of tea because of it, it is or, so simple. Or chi. Or chi. Yeah. I mean, feng shui is off. I'll tell you that. Um, can we take a, a, a surprise break quick? Yeah. Surprise break. We'll be right back. And just like that, we're yeah. back. Just like that, we're back. And there's a pizza on the stove. How did oh, that happen? <laughs> I, I am so, I, I'm like very hungry. This is hungry. Hungry like the wolf, um, mm. which is not my single obsession of the week. Oh. But I'd love to know what yours is. Um, funny, we actually mentioned her today. Um, wait. Taylor this, Swift? No, fuck. I was going to say, <laughs> you go first. I need a sec. Yeah, so my top, or my single obsession of the week this week is Body by Elderbrook. Um, Elderbrook is an artist that I absolutely love this summer, and to see him put out a new single, it just it's, it's getting me going, and I, I imagine that we're going to be wiggling um, abroad to it. Um, 
this weekend. Wiggling and jiggling. Okay, that's fun. Um, can I say easy with Casey Musgraves and Troy Sivan again? Because you it, can. Why not? It bears repeating. It's I, a good song. I had a moment last night where I just, you know, you get into YouTube, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That that video came up again, and it's just like it was like I was hearing it for the first time. I don't like that video. I don't. But what? I love the song. You don't feel something when you see Casey Musgraves like really sexily. There's no there's no storyline to that music <laughs> My video. My God, yes, there is. It, it just is like we got dressed up and went you out. You are rotted. That video is great. Oh, Bob or Flat Leaders are going to have to to weigh in on this. Weigh on this one. Because to me, it just really feels like it's Troy and Casey going, oh, let's have some fun. And we, we have We have money for a music video, <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. what they did. I love that. And it just is like, okay, well, that's something. She, like, dyes her hair the color it already is. That's a story, Mama. That's a story. Yeah. That's gross. She goes and, like, <laughs> slinky walks up to someone all hot, like, oh, I love it. Anyways. Uh, what's, uh, what's your, wait, you are. Yeah, you didn't mind, yeah. Yeah, great. Okay, that pizza's looking real good. <laughs> it's really, it really is. <laughs> so, Aaron, um, you know, we got through another episode. Uh, wait, were we too harsh or were we being objective? I feel like we were being objective. It was an objectively bad album. I think it was objectively bad. Yeah. I think we were definitely pointed in our feedback. Oh, I, I feel like I, trying to be. I gave my, um, I gave enough of my backstory and all of the evidence as to where yeah. my, my pointedness came from. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's warranted and valid. Well, let's just leave on a positive and we'll just say it again. Great voice. Great voice. And Great I hope voice. you're doing well. I Demi. hope you are feeling good as I hope all of you are feeling. Yeah. I hope we're feeling, all feeling good. Feeling well, really. Not good. Feeling well. Feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. Flash Jack. Oh. Official sponsor. <laughs> uh. Which we'll be announcing the winner of that sweepstakes in a couple weeks. Couple weeks. <laughs> so, Aaron, where can people find you out in the world on the internet? Um, well, out in the world, you'll find me um, right by the oven in my apartment building, mm-hmm. um, where my pizza is freshly out of the uh, oven. Hot and fresh, like a DiGiorno. Yum. Um, you'll find me on internet at... <laughs> on internet. On internet at the Aaron, T-H-E-E-H-R-E-N. Weird, I know, but you'll, you'll get, get used to it. it. That was better. You did, we, you did that it. Was better. You did it. We got it. Okay. Um, what about you, Simon? You can find me on Instagram at the Realist Simon. You can also find our uh, podcast on Instagram at Blop, Blop. <laughs> blop, blop and Flop. <laughs> at Bop or Flop Podcast. Uh, and if you want, you can follow my personal playlist on Spotify by searching uh, I Love This Playlist, L-U-B-D-I-S Playlist. Someone asked me if it was on Apple Music, and I was like, I am not I'm moving that over there. No? Mama, uh, let you know when we get an intern. Uh, they can do that. Fun project. And then finally, you can also uh, tell your friends that this podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah. if you listen on Apple Podcasts, five-star review, please. Yeah. Leave us a little comment. Tell us what you like. What can we? What are we missing? What are we missing? What? Yeah. What? What are? What do you like more? Yeah. Do you like when we go on these tangents that make like an episode that could have been four minutes? Do you like the hours? guest episodes? Do you like when Aaron and Simon go off the rails? Do you like hearing Prairie in the background? That 
can't be helped sometimes. <laughs> it really can't, but it's more of the question of, do you like it? <laughs> no. Because let me tell you, I could be putting some balls down. She could be hearing a lot more of her. Yeah. I mean, also don't forget to let us know if you want to hear more episodes like this. And let us know if you... Uh, if you want us to have the city of Minneapolis back as a guest. Yeah. They were so lovely. They don't say a lot, but <laughs> they're kind. The few words they do say, they hit you hard. Flop. Flop. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll probably see you next week. We'll see you next week for an episode that Simon is not going to love. Fuck.